Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome. <coughs> oh, got to clear that throat there. I haven't been talking to the one Bitcoin show. Today is May the 25th. 2020 strong hand long term thinking bitcoin is a big next bitcoin buy and hold fitting in is overrated in motion value your wealth in bitcoin apex predator one day closer to an all-time high i'm offended by selling unconfiscatable compete don't complain conviction be a unique beast i had to say them all dudes hello my elite friends if you've got questions i've got answers and i know you're asking why you gotta clear your throat i i literally haven't spoken to anyone all day i don't think so i i, I don't know there's a little phlegm back there <clears throat> all right so yeah ask the questions if you're watching this live if you're watching a tape play to 2x guy swan juan galt and gg were on the this week in bitcoin show uh on friday so a lot of you are just getting back from your memorial day uh, celebrations check that out disruptmeister.com techbalt.com T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T on Twitter. We're going to talk about some guys that have conviction and some unique beasts in a second. So I want to talk about all you trading addicts out there. Those of you who do not understand that you got to control your own private keys. Uh, no matter what, if you get stuck with some six-tier altcoin and you leave it on some exchange, and you're, oh, I'm, I'll sell it one day when it goes up. Look what can happen to you. You get fees when they are not your keys. LA token, which is some like fifth rate exchange, is charging users an inactivity fee. Long tail exchanges with dwindling volumes are getting desperate. Okay, that's from Mr. Jason Choi. Uh, yeah, don't keep anything on an exchange. You shouldn't be gambling there anyway, because one of these days you're going to wake up and realize that you're on one of these exchanges that's just randomly started charging an inactivity fee. And uh, starts to, to bail in uh, your your account. Yeah, it's a freaking bail-in in crypto. Well, not your keys. You pay the fees. All right. So, uh, I mean, also of note, there's some exchanges out there that are getting pretty desperate, to FYI, that they got to charge inactivity fees. But if people are silly enough to keep their uh, Bitcoin, God forbid their Bitcoin there, but their other cryptocurrency, whatever they're keeping there, yeah, you're going to pay the price there. Laurent, pound that like button. Laurent MT. He's got some, he's a smart dude. Got some, a good feed out there on Twitter. He is talking about this entity called Crazy 101. Not a zero, a no. That's what they named it, okay? And this entity uh, is part of the mempool congestion out there that everyone is, well, some people are unhappy about. So this thread, if you're interested in learning about uh, the entity is playing in the mempool con uh, congestion, uh, you, you can check it out. In term, I'll summarize it real quick. In terms of fees, Crazy101 has paid more than 104 Bitcoin in mining fees since May 1st. Since May 1st, Crazy101 has spent around 804 thousand UTXOs. It's more than the UTXOs usually spent per day. So in 25 days, he spent uh, 
he alone has uh, been involved with the, the same amount of UXTOs, UTXOs that are usually in uh, spent per day. It has been operating since June of 2019, okay? It has slowly and patiently accumulated a large number of UTXOs. Uh, it could be a Ponzi scheme, but so no one knows what this, this is. Uh, and so that's the interesting part. But we do know this entity is in consolidation mode right now and it is moving around Bitcoin, combining them all in one address. Like it, it, he's like, let's say he's got a 0.1 Bitcoin mempool. Anyway, if, if that got cut off, I said, there's, there's so much activity by this one entity that it's, it's, it's affecting the, uh, the mempool. I mean, he, he's a major player in all this. So eh, whatever, interesting study over there. Let's see. Okay. We got some dudes in the uh, chat. Hello. You can ask some questions. I'm going to go over a question that was actually asked, sent to me for this show in a second. So let's, let's get back up to uh, the notes here. Defiance over compliance dudes. So uh, yesterday I was talking about, uh, People were asking about why is holding better than trading. I think it should be obvious by now. But uh, why would you want to participate in trading, which is something uh, where people are making Bitcoin exchange, like that that might drop the price? Yeah, we're we're having some connectivity issues there. Excuse me if you're watching this live. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what to say about, uh, I guess I have a bad connection. I, I don't know. YouTube. Hey, let, let, hey, conviction. The show must go on. So let's let's get back to, to the, the topic at hand. Why, why would you hold over a trade? And as I spoke about yesterday, there are these traders out there. They see what the, the whale alert posts and they say, oh, a bunch of Bitcoin has just been moved to an exchange. I better sell. And that will uh, drop the price. And you can short term, that 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 messes you up right there. And if you're a trader, you're all into the short term. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to participate in an activity that in, involves such gambling and speculation where people are, are basing their moves based on perhaps people trying to manipulate the whole market just by moving Bitcoin to an exchange, not by selling it, by just moving it. So that's what you're involved in when, you, when you're trading. And no chart predicts when some whale is going to like send a bunch of Bitcoin to an exchange and then just take it off and just just because he wanted to scare. Uh, I mean, it's silly trading. That that is silly right now. Okay, that 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 and that does affect the market. There's no doubt. You read those whale alert threads. I mean, some of the comments there are so reactionary, so short term, so gambling oriented. Uh, it's they're quite hilarious. Like, oh, better sell now, better sell now. I mean, that's the market. That 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 that's those are the market participants. So, I, you know, of course, I wouldn't want to long term. It, it doesn't matter at all if these freakazoids are uh, are, are flipping and, and making moves based on uh, who deposited and who said what on Twitter in, in a thread. Uh, and again, withholding with. When you're a holder and you're you're here, you get the insider information. You get those crypto dividends, baby, that you turn into Bitcoin. You get interest on your freaking Bitcoin by, by holding. Trading, no, that that doesn't happen. Uh, you don't you get you don't get MWC 
uh, airdrop when you're trading. You don't get that. And that was pretty darn good, I got to say, uh, for us who had turned it into uh, Bitcoin. All right. So, yeah. Are quite uh, quite funny. So you, you should read them. And it just shows you uh, the type of weak hands and impulsive people that are involved in trading. So, no, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in, in such a market. Um, it's just it's risky. It's risky. Why, why risk your precious Bitcoin on dudes that are uh, worried about whale alert and, and trying to fight each other out? All that noise is canceled out over the long term. And that's what holding is all about. Okay, so I mean that's okay, so I mean that I I've I mean, it's so that aspect of trading is so silly. Why would I want to be part of that? I, I don't know. It's very immature type of stuff. What are your thoughts? Here's a question. What are your thoughts of multi-sig for holding our own private keys on hardware wallets? For example, uh, multi-sig using Trezor or cold card. The idea is to avoid a single point of failure. And he says, Glacier Protocol traces favorite utilizes this. Okay, there you go with the Glacier Protocol again. Dudes, there, there are some people out there, they, they just have a natural desire to try something different, okay? And you want to try something different. You want to go the multi-sig route. What Andreas Antonopoulos has brought this up before. You, you can't overcomplicate things, dudes. Um, if you're able to handle something like that, then, then be my guest. But there's, there's a lot of people that just have the mentality, like, I want to try something different, so I'm going to overcomplicate things. And that's not good because by overcomplicating things, you're increasing your chance of making a big, big mistake. So I, I wouldn't recommend people to do that. Now, okay, so that, that those, are, those are my thoughts on, on multi-sig, uh, what you just brought up, the scenario you just brought up, okay? Why why overcomplicate things. Why overcomplicate things? I mean, you stick, stick with the Trezor. Just strip with, why, don't you, why don't you have multiple uh, storage devices if you want to avoid a single point of failure, okay? I mean, that's, that's cool. That's cool right there. And how about this? If you have a desire to try something different in terms of storage, uh, and I have brought this up before, Trezor has a blog about this. They've got that uh, Shamir's uh, backup. It's a different way of uh, storing your private keys, okay? Your recovery seed, excuse me, your recovery phrase. It's a, a completely different way. You can split it up like five different ways. It's something different. For those of you who want to try something different with your storage, you could still have your Trezor and do this uh, Shamir backup. Now, I think it, uh, read, the, read the blog. It, 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 I've mentioned it before, but I, I really think there's just a certain segment of the population. They want to try something different. Eh, you know, I just don't want to do regular Trezor. I, just, I don't want to have a regular ledger. I want to do what Trace is doing with the uh, Glacier Protocol just because I've heard it's something different. Well, okay, we'll start easier with the, the Shamir uh, backup thing. And yeah, I know there it's, it's, it's two different types of things. I understand it. But I, it's still that mentality of I want to try something different. That's a way to build up. Uh, your experience in trying things that are different and maybe maybe you'll be uh, satisfied with just doing that that that'll be your thing that's different all right so fatoshi was called a fraud in a message signed with bitcoin addresses he claims to own oh man someone just signed a message calling fatoshi a fraud from 145 addresses 
he claimed were his in the Tulip Trust. Um, so everyone's said to him, if you own these addresses, why don't you sign it? And he's, he's, he keeps giving excuses. And, and any logical person now years ago said, well, obviously, if he can't sign the, if he can't sign the message, and that's it. It's over. They're, they're not his. And most of us have moved on. We don't even talk about him. We don't call him by his name. But he's got a cult following. Okay? And after this, who in their right mind could, could believe him? I mean, he, he, <laughs> these, these were not Satoshi's addresses. And he is not Satoshi. We already knew that. So some, somebody – until recently, no one knew the exact addresses he were he was claiming to be in the uh, Tulip Trust. No one knew the exact. It, it got leaked out. So this dude or this entity found out. Well, what, those are my those are my addresses, and he uh, he signed the message and it says, uh, "Was it? Well, he says the name of the person. I'm not going to say is a liar and a fraud. He doesn't have the keys it used to sign this message." The Lightning Network is, significant, is a significant achievement. However, we need to continue uh, work on improving chain capacity, on-chain capacity. Unfortunately, the solution is not just change a constant in the code or to allow powerful participants to force out others. We are all Satoshi. Okay, very nice sign message there. Very cool, dude. Uh, one big thing I – but so I'm sure the cult – when you're in a cult, you'll, you'll still come up with excuses. So – Let's all come up with excuses. Tool of trust is a total fraud, by the way. It, it doesn't exist. I mean, that's what a lot of us have been saying. He just, you know, he put a bunch of addresses together and said, yeah, this is, there's something called the tool of trust, made it sound mysterious and whatever. Most, most people who are logical have been saying this for a while, but one great takeaway from this uh, that's incredible. Here, here's, a, here's a tweet. It's incredible. These coins were mined 37 days after the Genesis block, I am shocked that someone mined them and kept the keys all that time and resisted the sell at $1, $10, $100, $1,000, and probably will hold at $100,000 by the looks of it. So this, this entity was, was mining, clearly mining them and uh, has never moved like 50. I mean, they're, they're in blocks of 50. Okay. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's impressive. That might be like the strongest hand of them all. But we don't know if the, the ones beforehand or if the person's alive that owns the ones that are older than that, okay? So 37 days after the Genesis block, this dude hasn't moved his Bitcoin at all, okay? And, it, and they're worth a lot. It's a lot, of, it's a lot of darn Bitcoin he's got, okay? He's got a lot of Bitcoin, hasn't moved it. I checked the Bcash side of things. He hasn't moved that either. Because obviously, if he had Bitcoin, he controls his own private key. He got the B cash at the fork, um, but he hasn't moved that either. So, I mean, I I guess he doesn't want to give away his identity. Whoever this person is, uh, doesn't want to give away their uh, true identity. But they're very much willing to uh, sign a message proving that uh, they control these uh, these addresses. So, so good good for that. Uh, whoever this mysterious person is, you might be the strongest hand out there. You're an inspiration. I mean, if I were you, I wouldn't really care about being an anonymous. I would have, uh, I would have gotten rid of the Bcash and uh, turned it into some Bitcoin, uh, and and maybe even turned some of that. I mean, because he's got so much Bitcoin that maybe turn some of that Bit Bcash Bitcoin into some just that, you know buy a buy some cars for your kids or something. I don't know. I mean, this this dude's got a lot. This this dude's got a lot. So 
Um, and he's held for so long, 11 year freaking holder. All right. Inspiration. Pound that like button for that inspiration. Oh, let me, let me go back to the, uh, Q and a here. All right. Who do we got here? Martin Carter. We got Kiwi bloke. What's up in New Zealand. Oh, UK Bitcoin master. I'm going to tell your story real soon. All right. Uh, sorry to know you're, oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that in a second. Okay. I mean, that dude's got such a strong hand. He didn't get rid of his crypto dividends. I assume if he didn't get rid of Bcash, he didn't get rid of the other ones either. Uh, just, okay. Now, this, the quote I'm going to give you is from Turdemeester. Ter and just three years ago, let, let's pretend it was May 25th, 2017. What I'm about to read to you was like totally unimaginable. The era of Bitmain truly is over due to the commoditization of chips and machines. It's unlikely that any one Bitcoin mining company will ever again dominate and threaten the market like Bitmain did. And he actually shows a, another tweet with a link to information about you know, the situation with Bitmain. And I just, I just got to say, uh, um, things change in the space. You know, people, people will say, well, that'll never go away. It, it, people were fearful of Bitmain and, and uh, Rocket Man Wu. I mean, they were they were so. I mean, people were seriously freaked out by those dudes just three years ago. They're going to bring down Bitcoin. They're creating a new Bitcoin. Oh, woe is me! Oh, but they just created a crypto dividend, and, Bit, and Rocket Man Wu really bet it all on, on that Bcash, didn't he? Ouch! Uh, and so now, yeah, it's just commonplace. Yeah, of course, the Bitmain. Uh, Bitmain era is is truly over. So things can change real fast uh, because, and a lot of you are new to space and you don't really get what I'm talking about, but they were the behemoth and uh, it's over. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure Rocket Man is still, uh, I mean, his private funds, I, I hope he managed them correctly and is still a wealthy individual. Who knows? All right. So there were a lot of people freaking out about uh, that, some somewhere uh, somebody was claiming that they stole information from Trezor and Ledger Nano. Um, the rumor about leaked customer data from our eShop is a hoax. We have investigated the sample data and confirm it does not match our client data. We anonymize eShop data after 90 days from purchase. So what the person was claiming they had was P, you can purchase directly from Trezor and I guess they get your uh, uh, your physical address. And someone said they had a list of all that stuff, but they didn't. Just be careful of the hoaxes that are out there, dudes. Lots of rumors. People that claim to be Satoshi Nakamoto, they're hoaxes. People that claim, oh, I'm, I'm selling uh, leaked customer inf information. I mean, that dude just been pulling uh, stuff out of his backside trying to sell it. I mean, just... Trying to be a criminal, I guess. Whatever. All right. So UK Bitcoin. So it was a hoax. Trezor not didn't lose uh, any customers' uh, buying information. It was it was just a, someone trying to scare or just trying to scam. UK Bitcoin Master. His Twitter is linked to below. Also, his uh, backup channel is linked to below. You guys know Brian. He's a really honest, nice guy in Bitcoin. He does it for the love of it on his channel. And 
unbelievably, I guess he woke up this, this morning and he got the same email that I got on April Fool's uh, that someone complained about his channel and he got taken down because he, vi he violated something they couldn't specifically say that he violated. So it's pretty obvious. For, and, and Brian's did not violate anything. He doesn't occur. He, 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 trust me. Okay. He didn't. And, try, and no one complained about him either. Okay. It's just a generic email that the algorithm sends out after it takes your channel down. Now it makes the algorithm makes its decisions on things that on factors we cannot even imagine uh, keyword length of the video and just th things that don't, we don't think of it, it's not a human it's not it, it's not smart it just has a bunch of numbers and it has it is they let it run wild okay they've let it run wild and because they've let it run wild uh it does occasionally take out cryptocurrency related channels okay and yeah that's that's not fun that's not fun when you lose your channel brian's not happy about it i'm not happy about it a lot of people aren't happy about people losing their channels but I just want to remind you all that is what we that's what we signed up for. And it's it's no fun. It's no fun at all. It's no fun when, when it actually happens, when, when you get the slap face. OK, so. Be vocal about your complaints on, on social media. Definitely diversify. It, Brian, I, I think, probably saved all his videos. Um, I did not do that. That was that was a mistake. Um, and uh, he has backup channel now i mean he's on bit shoot obviously anchor is is such is a great competitor you're listening to me there at sportsmeister.com right now um and anchor is owned by whatever uh, joe rogan signed up for which is a a legit now podcast i mean it's great it's great they're competing with youtube where joe's two in the morning here What's uh, is it Spotify? Yeah, Spotify. Uh, so also, so for this algorithm that does this random stuff, it also guides a lot of people and tells them what to watch on YouTube. So for all of you that are frustrated with the situation and think that it's a crypto purge and it's, you know, the, the New World Order has told YouTube to, to, to take it, it, it. It's not a conspiracy against cryptocurrency. There's a lot of the algorithm works in its own ways. It's taken out a lot of people in a lot of different uh, genres, okay, beyond cryptocurrency, ones that deal with the health situation. Obviously, sometimes the algorithm is really targeted. It's like if you mention the virus by name, demonetize or, you know, there's all sorts of things out there. But, but, but here's my point about the algorithm. You don't, you don't like the algorithm. We all can agree on that. But yet some of you just let, let it guide you in everything you do on YouTube. You, it's this, the same algorithm that takes out Brian's channel, takes out my channel. It takes out Tones and Benny's channel, okay? The same one that does that, that you get all up in arms about, is the same one that uh, is programmed by the same people that tells you, you know, what, what video to watch next, okay? And most of you don't think – you let that do the thinking for you. You let that insane thing – do the thinking for you so much. And so much what I talk about on this channel is about doing your own thinking. Be your own guide in life, okay? Be an individual. Do not follow, because you are following the herd. Um, so it, it cuts both ways, yeah. The, the, the algorithm can do insane things like that that you notice, 
but it's also doing other things that are totally manipulating that you're just buying into dudes. So obviously always go to the links below, check out Brian's channel, check out everything I talk about in this video that's linked to below. And that's you using your head, actually linking, listening to what words I'm saying. You know, I'm mentioning specific people that I mention often, Google them, go to their, their fees. Just don't go to where YouTube or, or the Twitter algorithm or any of the algorithms tell you to go. But you are just a slave to the algorithm that does these things, that does these things. And I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want humanity to be at, at the whim of something that does just random stuff like this. But humanity is going in that direction. It is definitely going in that direction where it is just doing whatever the algorithm tells it to do. Um, and you, you can, you know, suggested videos, et cetera, et cetera. You uh, suggested tweets, whatever. You, you, people <laughs> do not do. You, you can use Twitter as such an. It's such an information. Uh, 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 just so much information there. So much use, useful information there. A treasure trove of information. Okay, um, but people don't. People don't actually read people's. They don't like click on Zach's. Uh, his Twitter feed, they'll just go to see what's ever been retweeted or what's ever been suggested to them by Twitter. Okay. You could do so much research with these platforms, but instead you let algorithms tell you what to do. And again, look what the algorithms do. So Brian's linked to below. Uh, everybody's linked to below. Some, something else that's linked to below is satoshicorner.com. Uh, this dude is in motion. He contacted me over Twitter. Uh, he sells t-shirts and stuff. So good. I'm glad he did Bitcoin related t-shirts. There's another one out there. Check him out. Maybe he'll send me a t-shirt. Hey dude, send me a t-shirt. I'll, I'll tell you where to send the t-shirt, dude. I got, I, I got, how many t-shirts do I have? 50 t-shirts. I'm about to go, go back to where my t-shirts are in storage back in Baltimore. So I know some of you are tired of me going through the same 12 shirts over and over and over again. That, that wasn't planned. Uh, <laughs> I was, but anyway, I'll, I'll get some new, I'll get some shirts, uh, different shirts soon. Uh, and Guy Swan, people asked about Guy Swan's calendar that he mentioned on This Week in Bitcoin. Again, it's linked to below. Have you watched This Week in Bitcoin or have you just gone to like the fancy sets and graphics show that the algorithm suggested you go to? Like some mindless altcoin show with, that has a girl that has big uh, you-know-whats on it. And that's where you probably, you probably haven't, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, Guy Swan's calendar. You, 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 okay, so go to this week in bitcoin you'll see guy swan was talking about this crypto calendar he has bitcoin calendar that has all the bitcoin holidays on it pizza day all all sorts of things people are like well, where can i get it at i link to it below okay i link to the specific link where you can get his calendar it's linked to below all right that's that that's the end of the show so we got guys in motion let me see if there are any any questions over there um all right no but brian brian is in the house so that is that is very good and hopefully uh We'll, we'll see. Brian appealed just like I appealed. And of course, when you appeal, it doesn't, it doesn't go to a real person either. So <laughs> that, that's, and, and no one gets back to you. No, no one, no one gets back to you. So I'll see if anyone get back. Maybe someone got back to Brian, but most likely um, it'll just be the same, the same exact scenario. All right, dudes, I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disorder Meister. Remember, uh, but I, I got something up my sleeve uh, for myself. Uh, we're going to do in June. If, uh, you know, I, I, I've got conviction. Okay, dudes, you're going to get a new show here every day, no matter what. You're going to get it over in, at sportsmeister.com and the podcast too. But I'm, I, I, I never give up, dude. So uh, we'll, we'll try something interesting in June probably. So pound that like button. Uh, I'll see you guys in the chat. Of course, new show every day. So you'll get another one tomorrow night, late at night probably. All right. See you guys. Bye. Thanks.